Now, I don't know about you, but if you're like most creatives, you probably have a ton of different projects that you have started and dare I say, not finished. Well, today I'm going to tell you what to do with all those unfinished projects that keep staring at you and making you feel overwhelmed and guilty for not finishing them. Tune in. Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, hello, my unstoppably creative friend, Leslie Becker here, and I'm really excited that you're joining me today for this episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. Today, I am talking about What the heck do you do with all of your unfinished projects? Oh my goodness. As creatives, we all have so many ideas, so many unfinished projects, so many things we started and didn't finish, so many things that just come to us instantly and we maybe think about it for a second and then we write one thing down about it. And there's just all of this stuff, projects, ideas, creativity around us all the time. And let's be honest, that's an amazing thing and an amazing gift that you have as a creative, that you are always coming up with new ideas, new projects, and new things to create out into the world. So we've all got these unfinished projects that just kind of stare at you and go, finish me, finish me, or they feel neglected. So today I'm going to show you exactly what to do with those unfinished projects. And I'm going to give you five things. So pull out your pens and paper and we're going to dive right in. So number one, The first one is obviously you gotta like keep track and figure out what projects you have. So the very first step is I want you to actually document the projects that you have. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you have heard me talk about an idea book. An idea book is a place where you put all of your ideas, particularly the ones that you know that you can't really go after right this minute, but you want to make sure that you document it. I have kept an idea book from the time I was probably 15 years old, and it's so fun to pull that out and look back at all these ideas that I've had, many of them that either I pursued or that other people in the world pursued um, that were were ideas I had that I was never really going to pursue. So an idea book is for the purpose of, of documenting things that you haven't started yet necessarily, but you're interested. So you could use your idea book to document these unfinished projects, or you could choose to create a different book that has just a list of projects that you've started. So the minute you start a project, you write it in a book or in a file folder, wherever you want to store that. And then you document how long it took you to finish it. You document um, if you finished it. And so this is the place that I want you to document all your unfinished projects. So you get to choose. If you already have an idea book, you can do it in there. Or you can start a whole new one that is, here's the projects that I've started that I haven't finished. Now, as you're documenting, I don't want you to start coming up with a bunch of other ideas. The point of this is to document what you currently have, the projects that you have started and you have not completed, and just have them somewhere documented. Step number two is I want you to go through that book of all those projects, and I want you to ask yourself, why didn't you finish them? What was it that stopped you? And I want you to look at each one of them and go, why didn't I finish this? And I want you to write it down. You can write it down in the same book where you're archiving all these things. Did you lose the motivation? Did you think what you created sucked? 
Did you go a little bit of a distance and then somebody said that's dumb and so you stopped? What was it? And just ask yourself, what are the things that have held you back from doing those projects? So that is number two, looking at the projects and asking yourself, why didn't I complete them? And when you do that, really be honest with yourself. It doesn't matter what the answer is. Nobody's going to see it but you. But it's a great way for you to start getting a sense for how you do projects. Are you someone who starts a lot of projects but rarely finishes? Are you someone who has very few projects and you do finish? Or are you somewhere in between? And this will give you a good sense for what is it that makes you stop doing a project that you've already started. All right, number three. The next thing I want you to do is as you are looking at all of those projects, I want you to choose one. Maybe it's one that is probably something you could do in a pretty quick fashion to just look at it, finish it, and get it out the door. Even if the getting it out the door just means, A, I finished that and nothing's ever going to come of it, find one project at least that you can finish so that you can get that off your unfinished plate. When you do this, my friend, it makes you feel so good because there's something that you started that you actually finished, and that is huge. And by the way, if you do finish them, mark that in the book, but also celebrate it because if you finish it, you know, there's a lot of creatives who start a lot but don't finish it, but I don't want that to be you. I want you to be someone who starts projects and finishes them strong. Number four, and I'll be honest, this one's going to scare some of you, but number four is get it out of your view. And what I mean by that is you need to archive the projects that you know you are not going to do. So when you made that list of all these unfinished projects, there's going to be some of those that you're like, I'm never going to do these. I don't want to throw them away, but I really don't want them staring at me all the time. So find a place to archive your things. If you are an artist, maybe you need um, a, a small storage uh, facility. Maybe there's a place in your house you could store it. If you are a writer and you have a lot of electronic things and digital things, maybe you get your own flash drive or a big hard drive that you store all of your old writings on. So you're not getting rid of them. You are just archiving them to get them out of your face so that they don't clog your mind and scream at you, finish me, finish me. And then you feel overwhelmed by all the projects that you haven't completed. Find a way to archive them in whatever way works for you based on the art or the creativity that you have. And then there's number five. This is the ultimate archive, and this is the projects that you're going to get rid of. And when I say get rid of, you can do that in any way you want. You can throw it away. You can give it away. You could sell it as is. Whatever it is that you... Whatever projects you have that you realize, I really don't need this. This is not something I want or that I'm ever going to pursue. You can choose to get rid of it if you really have the inkling to do that. So I'm going to share a story with you is when I moved to Tennessee, I now have tons and tons of garage space. And one of the things that I love to do is restore old furniture. Um, and I'm very new at it. It is not something that I've done a lot of, but I really enjoy doing it. So I got very excited and went to tons of garage sales because they have tons of those here in Tennessee. And I bought up a bunch of old furniture and I just started bringing it into my garage. But what happened was I had purchased so many, I didn't finish any of them. And what I found is these things were just constantly staring at me when I'd go down into my garage. So what did I do instead of just 
you know, uh, being mad at myself that I haven't finished them. I actually sold them. I had my own garage sale and sold a bunch of the things I'd bought at other garage sales. Ones that I hadn't even started on. Some of them I had started to do the restoration and people bought them. I just realized that these things staring at me were keeping me from working on the projects I really wanted to work on. So don't be afraid to archive your stuff, get it out of your site, or do the full-on archive of getting rid of it. So those are the five, but as I was recording this in real time, I realized that I have a bonus number six for you because this is something that I have utilized many times in my career when I have projects that I have not finished. There's no reason why you can't take a project that you have started and see if somebody wants to collaborate with you on it. Maybe there's a project that you've kind of used all your creativity and imagination with, but having another voice in there will bring it to a whole other level. Now, I know sometimes that's really scary for people uh, that you've already gone the distance on a project to bring somebody else in. But, you know, if you've struggled to get to the end and, and finish it and you're really still excited about the project, why not bring in another person? And you never know when that person could have other projects that they're struggling with. And if you guys are a good partnership, you could end up being great collaborators together. All right, my friend, that's what I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And hey, if you did, and you feel like there's somebody in your life who needs to hear this, if you wouldn't mind pushing that share button and send it on to somebody else, I'd love to uh, have them listen to it as well. Um, I'm always looking to gain new followers and new listeners so if you do feel like this is something that you really think someone else should hear, please share it with them and, and make their day. I look forward to uh, talking to you next time. And until then, keep living your unstoppably creative life. Bye-bye.